what you're reading because you say you read a lot. So I'm assuming you must have read this and now no, you're acting upon it. I'm not it. on that. I'm not on that. I'm on Tinder. I'm on like OkCupid and like all these other. I don't. Right, what are those other ones? As long as you're not on Grinder, because I would be concerned. Okay, that's why. Well, I'm trying to add more spice to our life. Hey everybody, you're listening to God Spice with Greg and Kathy. All right, we are back for another pod. Yes, we are. And today we're talking about... Well, Greg, I think we're going to talk about you. We're going to talk oh. about... What else in the world is there to talk about? I mean, there should Hello? never be any other person or thing anyone should ever talk about than no, why, the Greg. But it's just, but why would anyone want to talk about anything else? It's so boring. It's so boring. It's like beyond boring. It's like uneventful no well you know i actually wanted to talk about you because there's a kind of hallmark holiday as one of my oh. sisters calls it coming out hallmark holiday what's that mean do that does that mean hallmark like their stock goes up they generate revenue like they what is a hallmark do. holiday they probably do but is it's that a, a is that a textbook definition it's a uh you know it is a holiday that's been created by hallmark the company so they can have excuses for people to go buy their cards but is that true did they actually create it or was it created elsewhere i i don't know we have to look this up we, we should to, look that we should up chat gpt this we should you know chat gpt may give us you know 60 percent accurate information on this well and they only have information up until 2021 oh yes as a which, part of their database which is the problem being that you're arian and all this like nonsense of being around for thousands of years yes uh, yeah i mean so just ask an Indian. We know more. Oh, really? Okay. That's 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 some good wisdom. Like that's a new show. Ask an Indian. <laughs> I am totally full of shit. I know you are. But so as always, the the holiday. I let her do this because my background. You know, I come from the world of imperialism, and so we've actually contained their behavior. But every once in a while, we let them like. You mean, you mean you BS. stole from us? You took our wisdom. Yeah, we did what we did. We you, did what we had to do. You inhibited us from growth. No, not really. We hmm. actually, I, I kind of look at it as we probably is what set your country up for future success. Okay, we're not going to go down that road because yeah. I'm going to cut your head off. Whoa. You, so, but you were just talking about this pod's all about me. Yeah. And now, now you're. We're not talking now about. Now you're going. Let's not talk about the side of you that I do not find attractive. Now you're going all Dexter on me. I'm gonna go Dexter. Whoa, I'm gonna go. Okay. I'm gonna go like. You know, I've actually never seen that show. I'm gonna go freaking Yellow Jacket on you. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Okay. As in the show Yellow Jacket. Yes. But what in that show um, would mean that you're going? I'm gonna to roast you and I'm gonna eat you. Whoa. I might like that. You might. Mm. But the reason I I like was, to get roasted okay, in the sun. Can you let me get like to the you, point, dude? Oh, it's you're the one going off on these tangents. You're not me. going. You're. What are you, if okay. there was another name for you, is Mr. Tangent. Okay. Doesn't ever stay okay. on point. Miss, I'm Miss Kirthi Malarkey Nike. Okay, Not go on. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. But anyway, Father's so, Day is coming up. That is coming up. And you had just really did, like, you did a beautiful job with Kieran in setting up Mother's Day for mm -hmm. me. Why, thank you. And I'm not going to do it anything nearly as good for you. I know. Because I, I have low expectations. I am lazy when it comes to that type of setup. Yeah. Mm. Like I'm letting you know right now. Mm -hmm. But I adore you. My thank you. And you are an awesome father. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. Uh, I try. I try I my hardest. I think you're a really good dad. I try. But, it's not easy. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, 
I thought maybe we could share some uh, Father's Day memories uh, from uh, our dads. Mm. And, you know, your dad is a June baby when he was alive. And why not? Celebrate your dad a bit and any memories you might That's have. Right. I think he just had a birthday pass, right? We were saying June sixteenth. Nope. Yeah, well, it's coming birthday. up. Yes, my dad's birthday coming up as well. Yes, yes. And although he's deceased. Although we can't celebrate him. No, I thought. Unfortunately, wouldn't it be nice for us mm. to do a little reflection on your memories with your dad? Okay. And memories of my dad. Okay. But my dad is very much alive. And mm. I could talk about what he's going to be doing alive for Father's and Day. Kicking. Yes. Remember that song from Simple Minds back in the day? I think so. But mm. you know I never know the name of songs. I know. You don't. It's There's like a lot weird, of things you don't know. It's a weird like brain there. disease I have. It's, well, what's really interesting about your brain disease is how you just like make things up and then try to convince people that it's actually accurate. That's what makes me a marketer. Yes. It's kind of like chat GPT. <laughs> Kirthy GPT. Kirthy GPT. You're like, this This isn't a microphone. This is a who'sie what's it. Whoever calls it a microso- microphone has been wrong for many thousands of years. Oh. The who'sie what's it is what it's always been called. It's like the dingle hopper. Oh, yeah. It's very, uh, very Dr. Seuss. You know, Dr. Seuss was not a doctor. No, he's not, right? No, it was just a pen name. Yeah. You know, a pen name he came up with, yes. Mm. Dr. Seuss. Actually, it's funny. When I used to go camping with friends, I would always, uh, whenever we'd be like roasting marshmallows, meanwhile, you know, we'd have, we'd have like these 12 foot, 15 foot plus fires. Mm. And then even when they're smaller fires, we'd sit there, you know, if you want to roast a marshmallow, everyone would be typically, this is before they sold like the little, you know, marshmallow roasting sticks in like stop and shop and all those different places. You'd have to go and actually physically get a stick. Everyone would always get a stick like this long and they'd always be like this in front of the fire. Mm-hmm. Me, I would already have, I would always have a stick like this, probably like, 10 feet, 15 feet long. It's really not appropriate for you to be talking about your stick in public. Well, you know, I am known as the big stick. You know, I can't help that. And so (laughs) I remember one time. No, actually, there's a friend of yours that apparently has a third stick, right? Yeah, third third leg, leg. as they call it. Yes. And so one one time, I remember, (laughs) that is true. And so I remember one time sitting back, relaxing like this, roasting my marshmallow. But my stick that I collected, like, went up on this arch and, like, did all these little wine, like, bends and wines and everything like that and like my marshmallows at the end of it and a friend looks over at me he's like dude if dr seuss was to write a book about how to roast a marshmallow that would be the stick that was in it <laughs> <laughs> it was like totally like dr it would, seuss like, style navigated all of whoville before it got to the fire a- absolutely it's like horton here's a who meets every other yeah it's like go get some green eggs and ham <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so speaking so, of uh yes. so what is one of your fa- most favorite father's day memories I really don't have any Father's Day memories, actually. We didn't, so I guess as a family for Father's Day and Mother's Day, my mom, like for Mother's Day, she never wanted flowers. She's like, oh, it's a waste of money. Just buy me flowers on a different day because they're going to just jack up the prices during that day. Mm. So yeah, she never was one of that nature. And then my my father on Father's Day, so my dad used to love working around the house and there's always like a project to be done. Like, so for instance, my memories with my father would be on weekends. We're either fixing up the property somehow or I'm installing something like I'm helping build a deck. I'm helping install windows, putting in like new doors. <laughs> we were always doing like manual labor on weekends. And so Father's Day was probably just another day of just labor that we would do. Maybe, you know, my mother would probably make, you know, she, my mom cooked anyway, pretty much seven days a week. So, um, but I don't really have any Father's Day memories of, hey, let's go get 
brunch or let's do something for Father's Day. We just weren't, I don't think, a family Mm. that did that. It was just a day that, you know, be nice to your dad. And why were you mean otherwise? No, it's just, I don't know. Just, I'm just saying that because I didn't know what else to really say other than for Father's Day, you should be nice to your dad. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, we didn't, I don't remember us really doing anything. If anything, maybe we would probably go to uh, either a relative, we'd go to a relative where they'd come over and we'd probably have a barbecue like later in the day. I'm just trying to. But that's sort of like a very like popular thing to do with dads for Father's Day is barbecues. I'd say so. I'm just, you know, he's, you know, my dad's been dead for five years, right? And my mom is, will be dead next year coming on 20 years. And so as like a, and I'm older, I've been out of the house for 25 plus years, right? Longer than that. And so it's, as I think about what it was like growing up with her Father's Day, it's one, it's. It's been a long time since I remember celebrating a Father's Day. Maybe, maybe for my dad, that is. Not for me, but for my dad. And I remember, you know, we would always go visit my dad. Like for Father's Day, we'd always go see him or do something. But I'm just talking about really as a child. I don't really have any distinctive Father's Day-based stories. I think it was just always... At some point during the day, there'd probably be a barbecue either at our so neighbors. So you were or doing chores. It sounded like. Well, yeah, that's kind of like what you know. My dad hmm. was always doing something around the house, just like your dad. Your dad's always doing something around the house as well. He is, but like on like a on a holiday like that, I would say probably less chance. Like mm-hmm. he probably didn't let my dad do anything, and you know my mom would not allow him. She'd be like, "What are you doing? Mm. Just stop. Just this one day, stop." Although that doesn't sound like your mom. She would have a, a thicker accent. Well, thanks for being racist. It's not being racist. I'm just Why do you have going... to point out their accent? I'm supposed to point no, out. No, no. Your mom would be like, Guya, what are you doing? Okay, let's not imitate my mom. Probably not appropriate, Greg. <laughs> and let's hear you do it. I'm not going to because that's silly. You do it all the time. I'm not going to imitate my mom. Okay. I don't feel imitating. like it. It's not imitating. It's referencing how she would address your father on Father's Day. So it was actually one of the rare holidays that my dad for once wasn't working. He was always working in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is with Father's Day, though, uh, it was a little hard because depending on what year that Sunday was falling upon, it could coincide with my mom's birthday. Oh, yes. So Father's Day was always a little bit complicated Mm -hmm. because it may potentially fall on one of his either daughter's birthdays or Mm -hmm. his wife's birthday. Mm -hmm. So I feel like my dad always took a back seat to being celebrated, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. because the birthdays would supersede the, as one of my sisters calls it, a Hallmark holiday. Mm. Um, But I really like, find it fun to to celebrate dad um like last year was actually really fun because i got to actually to me that's one of the favorite father's days for me because Mm -hmm. you are such like um an amenable and like kind of just flexible person Mm -hmm. when we maybe wanted to do something for you for father's day we Mm -hmm. were trying to do it together with my dad yep and you were really cool about it like we'll do whatever your dad wants Mm -hmm. it's fine well, that's because we had um, we because at first your dad wasn't going to be around in the city, right? And then we had plans, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh no, I'm I'm available." And then so I, I'm totally cool with that. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it was nice. It was 
last Father's Day was a, we had like a fantastic time. It was your mom, your dad, my daughter, Pri. um, Priyanka. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Pri found a really good Mediterranean restaurant. Yeah, we had fun. this food awesome brunch at together. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Connecticut after that. So we did. you got to kind of have like your side of the Father's Day experience, which, mm-hmm. which worked out. It's just fun getting up to Connecticut and having a fire. Camp I camp just fire. wonder though. Why don't they move these holidays to a Saturday so we can have a little bit more fun out of it? Mm-hmm. It's like on a Sunday when we have to all like kind of gear up for the work week. That's mm-hmm. my only complaint about like Mother's Day, just, Father's Day, these holidays. Or maybe the, the trick is just treat the whole weekend as like a Mother's Day weekend or Father's Day weekend. But remove it from even being on a Sunday, which, you know, de- you know depending on your religion, like Catholicism will just say that's supposed to be a day of rest, although it's not a day of rest anymore. I remember when I was a kid, like stores used to be closed on Sundays, mm. which just isn't the case anymore. And so maybe Father's Day should be, if it's going to be a holiday, maybe it should be like a Monday through Friday or something like that. Put it on an actual day. Maybe it should be Monday. Just like Memorial Day, Labor Day, yes. Father's Day or Mother's Day is on Monday. That way you can exercise the Wouldn't entire weekend. Wouldn't that be weekends. amazing if that could become be, a national holiday that way? That would be way? tremendous. Yes. yes. People. Let's, Let's celebrate the people who are raising the generations of tomorrow. It's tomorrow's workforce, right? So yes. we have to raise them so they will be productive workers or productive entrepreneurs or productive individuals that will then help to take our country to the next level. Well, you know, one of my favorite um, Father's Day memories of my dad when I'm, I remember when I was really little is, so my, my dad really doesn't drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't come from a family that drinks a lot. It's mm-hmm. very occasional consumption. I feel like your parents were the same from yeah, my you parents describing. Yeah, my dad liked a Manhattan every like once, once in a while. Like once in a while. That's about it. Yeah. Like, so my, my parents, it's like a margarita mm-hmm. or dad might have like a light beer, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think by talking beer, I think my mom had a beer. Like she always said, and my sisters will talk about this more than me, but I think my mother had like a beer when she was a teenager and was sick from it and never drank again. Really? <laughs> Something of that nature, yeah, yeah. So my mom didn't, she didn't She didn't care if you drank or not. She just didn't like it That's herself. Very intense. My Aunt Gail's the same way. You know, she doesn't drink, so. Yeah, she drinks. Not my Aunt Gail she doesn't. She drinks wine with us. Well, she'll drink wine. So like she'll have a glass of wine every no, once in a while. Wine. But she, other than that, she really doesn't drink. No, she was drinking wine. Yeah, she was when we had wine. Well, that was nice wine that we were opening up. Okay. Let, let's, not the same. Yes. But I'm saying that she doesn't really drink that. Okay. Anyway, so on to the next. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, no, my mom. My, my, Every time we've been with her, she's had the champagne and she's had wine. Well, she'll have like a sip. She's always like, she's like, she's like, Greg, just pour me just a little bit. She's just like, just a little bit. Well, that's just like my mom asking for a waiter to bring her uh-huh. a margarita yep. made with this much tequila. Yeah, totally. But when I pour a little bit, it's like, it's a lot of it. <laughs> Sorry. And then it's true. Your parents, it's, it's when your parents order a drink, it's like, Please make it with little, 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 little alcohol. And all and, sugar. And like sweet, 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 beyond sweet. Yeah, your parents like sweet. It's a generational thing, I Might think. Be. Yeah, it could be. Um, no wonder why they don't like to drink because that's like a hangover central. It's horrible to have that much sugar. You have one of those, you're hungover the next day. No wonder why oh. someone doesn't want to drink. Ugh. I can't. They just drank straight tequila. They'd be all good. Oh. <laughs> so I remember I was really small and... Our backyard looked different. It wasn't mm-hmm. the paved stone like backyard. It was dad had a wooden deck mm-hmm. with steps going down to our pool, which had like also grass and stuff. And I still remember it was like Father's Day and he was actually for once sitting on like one of those, you know, the backyard lounge chairs, like the ones mm-hmm. that you can kind of lie down on. Mm-hmm. And he was sipping a 
little beer from a tiny little round, like I think it was Miller. It was like a round shaped bottle. Like the beer was cute. It was like a tiny hmm. round bottle. Oh, I, I know like the little type of you know what you're I'm talking, talking about? about. Yeah, they make like the eight or ten ounce versions of a beer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it I was think it's like small. an eight ounce version. Yeah, and it was so cute. Yep. And I just remember you're done in like two sips on those things. Maybe, but Dad was having it for a while because oh. he's not mm-hmm. the big drinker, and it was just like a memory I have, yep. like of him finally. Are you sure it was one of those apple juice out. bottles? Because it was no, like the it's round not ones. An apple juice bottle. <laughs> <laughs> It was definitely like either Miller or Bud Light. Like uh, I remember it was one okay. of those. A Budweiser, I think it was Budweiser. Well, Bud used to have the little bottles and the way they used to come down. Yeah, yeah. It was like a round shape. That was like a thing back in the 80s. They used to sell those all the time. Shh, revealing when I was like around. Oh, that's right. You weren't born yet. Oops, Kirti was not born yet. So ignore that I just said that. She only saw that from videos You just don't know when dad. I was born. We're talking like she was reviewing VHS videos one time back when you used to record them when the pack used to sit here and you had the big handle that would come down. <laughs> Do you remember those? I did. <laughs> I filmed on those. <laughs> it's like you had like this big handle My that came down. My dad was like so good at like, he would hold his giant ass VHS recorder uh. and We'd be like, Dad, I want to dance. Film me. And then the and big like, piece that came over like this. He's holding the giant ass thing. Like, yeah, you it'd know. be like this. Like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy. It was huge. Yeah. Um, but Back yeah, it's just like, days. It's such a simple thing, I think, we hold as like memories, mm-hmm. you know? I think it's different in the divorce situation. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Like, you know, in, in your current situation of kind of celebrating Father's Day in our dynamic. I like celebrating Father's Day. I like celebrating Mother's Day. I like, uh, why not? There should be a day dedicated because if you think about it as a parent, you tend to dedicate a very large percent portion of your life to your children, right? A lot of the decisions we make are for them. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to- All the money we spend is yeah, goes, on them. Yeah, goes to the kids. And so it's nice to have a day that teaches them that they actually should pay attention and appreciate their parents for once. And not talk back, not yell, not be combative, not be anything. why can't every day be Mother's Day and Father's Day? And perhaps that is just what, how we should be treated. I agree. But that would then be just probably a fake relationship. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, I I didn't like want to speak back to my mom or Mm -hmm. dad. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I was raised to give respect. I know. But that's, but I mean, that's, you were, yes, but. Children of this you day and age. I was your sister too. said like your mom would have chased you with the with a wooden spoon. Yeah, yeah, of course. But you can't do that in this day and age. Can we chase them with anything? No, you're not allowed to because what's that? DCA, DCF, DC, DC Child something. Child Protective Services. Yeah, but it's like but something else like DC something. I forget what it is. Department of Child Protective know. Services. I don't know. They'll be like FBI. knocking at they'll be knocking <laughs> at your door in like ten seconds. <laughs> your your child's voice was X decibel, which means that the parent must have been doing something. Yeah, so mm. there's it's a different world in this day and age in the way that parents, I would say, communicate with their uh, with the way children communicate with their That's parents. That's true. That is you true. You know, there there's almost less of it. Feels like there's less of a hierarchy. But so you don't feel like a difference in your life since you've been, I'll just say, a divorcee, like for several years now. Good question. I don't think there's not really other than the way that I'd say the difference would be how you celebrate Mother's Day versus me, not Mother's Day, excuse me, how you celebrate Father's Day for me versus maybe my ex or something like that. That would be different. But in in the way my but like our you have, kids would you celebrate have the dynamic it. of my family too. Now, well, right? I've got the dynamic of your family. So, but that's 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 just different. That's just a larger group of people that we're celebrating with. And as we discussed, my dad is deceased, and so 
my daughter, she was young at the time, so now she understands Father's Day more than she used to, but she would always you know, make me you know, a nice gift. Or like, I do have a memory of when we were in Connecticut and on one of our uh, lounge chairs, she had um, a couple gifts for me, but then literally painted me like a happy Father's Day sign. And she took like some paper plates and drew on them. I mean, she was young at the time and like built this whole like shrine to daddy with like some gifts. That was incredibly cute. So I'd say for her, probably each each year, she, I mean, she grows older each each year, so it's a little bit of a different dynamic. Mm. And then from being when, uh, uh, from my ex to the now, obviously we all celebrate your dad's closer, and so we try to all celebrate together on that on that day. And then um, other, other than that, I think that you really try to make it a really nice day for me, so I, you know, just feel like I am a VIP for the day, essentially, which yeah. is which is nice. But then. But then at the same time, I feel I feel like our relationship, I feel like a VIP all the time. And I hope you feel like a VIP all the time anyway. I just feel Ew. like maybe it's a little different because the kids are like supposed to do a little bit more for us than they otherwise normally would, even though they should do that like on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best gift you've received for Father's Day? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um. I would be wearing probably one of them right now, although it's in the uh, it's in the wash because oh. <laughs> it was a new gift this year. Uh, but best Father's Day gifts. So I would say a couple different things. We, if we're going to go uh, pure, just love and then material, mm. the love would be from the child because the child doesn't necessarily know the material items quite yet. So I love, as mentioned, that whole kind of shrine that she made that one day just a whole bunch of different artwork that even had made for me i absolutely love i just brought it up because it's a memory of mine um one of the one of uh kind of the, those few memories and then if we go more material from someone who's in a, more of an adult that bought me something i just love some of the father's day clothing that has been bought for for me that because you know i love fashion and so some I uh, items that i otherwise would not have bought for myself from a designer in which i'm not would not be spending um, with that designer on a daily basis. So it's, it's been, uh, so it's a combination of both. Mm. So it's, it's hard, so it's hard like, to say. You know, it's really hard to buy gifts for men. Mm. But it's I don't like, expect, actually, one, I'm going to interject. I don't expect anything. I don't actually, I don't expect gifts for Father's Day. I just want, you want I, the, this is going to sound like beyond, like super duper beyond like cheese, like the cheesiest of cheesy can possibly cheesy be. All I want from the family, I just want, I just, I just want everyone just to, you know, feel. I just want to feel love for that day. I don't need, I don't need material items just for that day. Well, I want that all the time, but <laughs> I just want, I just want Father's Day to be a fun day where we all hang out together and we just have a fun time. That's yeah. all I care about for Father's Day. Everything else is icing on the cake and and awesome beyond belief. But at the end of the day, I just want like a beautiful day with the family. That's yeah. all I care about. Yeah. No, I think um I think I, I agree with that. But you know, I like giving gifts. I know. I also I like, like receiving gifts. I also like getting gifts yeah, <laughs> and no, getting it. <laughs> it's reciprocal. I mean, you know. But I I think I do struggle and this is something my mom and I like kinda commiserate on all the time is buying gifts for men is boring. It's like Maybe historically, Cologne, ties, we're, socks, we were just shirts. talking about that. 
it's like boring. So it's boring because like, so for instance, you just mentioned cologne and we were just talking about this last evening and I was saying, well, cologne, we used to buy my dad. He didn't like cologne. What did he like? Aftershave. Aftershave. And you're like, my dad, he didn't want cologne either. You're like, we bought him all these fancy colognes, but he just wants aftershave. Aftershave. Right? It's funny how the older generation, they love their aftershave more than they do cologne. Like dad doesn't even like, even though we'll buy something for him, he's like, you don't have to buy me this stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't have to buy me this shirt. Like he's so not materialistic mm-hmm. at all. And so it'd be like, so I, when I was younger, and because I've always been like into technology, um, I definitely spent money on buying him kind of interesting gifts. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I bought him. Do you remember Palm? Like oh, the, the Palm, Palm gadget? Yeah, yeah. I used to have one of those back in. Yeah. Not, I'm like. Were you born? I was like, that's like I'm super modern. That, that's a 90s gadget. I'm a super modern youngin. That's like mid to late 90s. But right I spent there. a chunk of change oh, yeah. on it. That was like five or six hundred like dollars. I remember it had the metal casing like, and had a stylus that came yeah, out. Yeah, a stylus. Yeah. And like dad, dad's a. That's pre cell phone. Dad's like, like a quintessential baby boomer, yeah. right? Like he loves his I loved gadgets mom. and mm-hmm. technology. So I remember, oh, I'll buy him that. Then mm-hmm. I went to Sharper Image and. I would look at like the coolest kind of gadget type stuff to mm-hmm. also get him from there. Like the number of things I've bought from. Do you my ever dad buy him like years. that sharper image, like phone that looked like a long, like skinny kind of banana? No, you know what I'm talking about but, like that. It was dad, almost like a Bang and Olufsen like style dad, design. Um, my dad had bought me, and I know I'm gonna sound really spoiled right now, but oh. I was in high school when my dad bought me my first Qualcomm cell phone. Oh, I thought you were gonna say he bought you your first Mercedes Qualcomm um, Sweet. 16 dress in your first apartment no he did not buy me any apartments okay i'm just making all that up right now but the other stuff he has bought me <laughs> i called it no i got my own mercedes he bought, he got me an um uh a nissan altima oh okay that's a good that car. was my first car that's a good car that's a that's like a safe car yeah and then a honda accord oh that's another safe car yeah I got myself a Mercedes. Oh. That was my self gift when oh, I graduated that's nice. college. Mercedes is nice, yeah. Because I was working full time. Oh, because that's what people who work full time always get. Themselves. No, I was working full time my last two years of college. Oh, I see. And mm. I set myself up. What class was it? I got myself a C two thirty. Oh, I was, was going to ask. Was it the C class? I remember when uh, Mercedes. It came was out. super sexy. It was champagne. It's called champagne silver. I remember when Mercedes came out with the C class. It, it was the uh, the newer class for the younger generation, the starter yeah. class, essentially. Yes. Get get you into the Mercedes family, so you matriculate yeah. through the system. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, that's good. Well done. Hmm. How long did you have that car for? Three years, four years. Okay. Nice. And then, are you buying me a Mercedes for Father's Day? No. Why not? Listen, I bought things like the vehicles of sorts for another man before, and uh, mm. I think I'm going to hold off on vehicle purchases for now. Hmm. Is that because we live in New York City and we really don't need one? We don't really need one. Yeah, I know. For the amount of time it that we It does not make it. sense. Actually, the garage payments would be probably more than the car payments themselves. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I'm, I know what the garage payments are because I've had a car sitting in a garage mm. that was barely used. So speaking of, like, do you have daddy issues? Hmm. How do you define daddy issues? Or like, are you into like women who have daddy issues? I'm not even quite sure what this means. Daddy issues are when like a woman, oh, maybe you were into a woman that had daddy issues, but like 
they may feel ignored, abandoned by their dad. Mm. They may like, and they're seeking attention mm -hmm. and like, they're just like attention seekers for different reasons as a result. Like that's like the very broad uh, definition of a girl with daddy that issues. Sense. That's why we're together. So some women, no, I'm, I'm not, joking. I have no daddy issues. <laughs> I am. I'm just, my busting. dad gave me plenty of attention. I'm just busting. Sometimes too much attention. Mm. No, it's like women who might go out of their way to date younger men mm -hmm. because they can control the situation or well, they do say a lot of women or women who for, date men significantly older than them. Mm hmm. Well, daddy issues. You're is, not as significantly you, older than me. No, no, I'm saying, well, daddy issues, right? Because people look, look at daddy issues. I was joking around. I obviously know what you're talking about. Daddy issues um, and remove daddy issues from it. But they do say that women do look in, for in a man are qualities of their father in the man that they date as well. Um, but that's different than daddy issues. That could just purely be someone who's, you know, responsible, trustworthy, hardworking. Like they could be just different attributes. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's different than daddy issues. I don't think I've, I don't know if I've dated, I probably have dated someone with daddy issues, I'm sure. I think you did. Yeah. I think you're sort I, of I dealing with that still. I, I, <laughs> I haven't overly explored it, um, but maybe I should send one of our therapist friends over to my past girlfriends and or other people that have been in my life to help them diagnose whether or not it is daddy issues I feel like you dated girls they when they were, like when you were younger that had daddy issues. I'm probably sure because I grew up in a town where it wasn't uh, uncommon for parents not to be around. Yeah. Like, so for instance, you know, I remember back when I played hockey, we had one of the kids on the team, more than really one of the kids, but one of the kids like was always throwing parties and his parents were never at the games and they were never home because they mm -hmm. were constantly just traveling. So they had this gorgeous house that was empty, which when you think of the quintessential 90s parties that took place in movies, that's what took place <laughs> at his place on a regular basis. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have never been to these type of parties. I like missed out. They were fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where Greg will leave that. That's where I will leave that. No, I make it sound like I was like at parties all the time. No, I was actually, even back in high school, I was working all the time. I was either playing music. Where's Kristen and Kim? I need them to validate this. Well, Kim was already out of the house married, uh, right? Oh, sure. Don't forget, Kim was married when I was 11, right? Holy crap. Yeah, Kim Kim was out of the house by the time I was let's do the math on this. Kim went to college when I was what five? <laughs> <laughs> right? And then then she was home for a little bit after college and then she ended up meeting someone and getting married. So then she was out of the house. So she was married by the time I was now, eleven. I do want to make a blanket statement. Yes. Not every woman who marries a significantly older man has daddy issues. But mm. they do tend to have daddy issues. Why is that? Why are you making a blanket statement? I'm just saying I don't want to offend women who just like old dad bods. So then, oh, dad bods. I'm gonna. We're gonna. Maybe they're into the Hold dad on, we're bods. Gonna, I want to shelf dad bod for a second <laughs> because there's another bod that apparently is like the dad bod, and it's <laughs> it's, a, it's a trend. What? It's the Skeletor bod. Ew! What is that? When a 85 to 91 year old marries a 26-year-old. <laughs> you mean almost dead bod? Would that be, is that considered daddy issues? Or is that considered he will only be around for a few more years so, so I can in inherit? gold digging disease? I, I'm just wondering, you know, so they can inherit the multi-million dollar estate and gold everything. Digger. Gold digger. Gold <laughs> digger. <laughs> she take my money when I'm in need. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there are some women who are into the dad bod. Let's talk so, about this yeah, for a second. Let's talk about a dad bod. Do I have a dad bod? Hell no. 
you know I, mean, I think you put some pictures on on uh on social recently that I shows did. how little of a uh, uh or no dad bod i actually do have you are not a dad bod i don't have a dad bod that's because i watch what i eat and but I work remember out. when you don't stand with the proper posture i do our daughters sit there yeah they do they criticize me and they're like you look like you have a dad bod but it's the reason why it's i feel like i have the right posture but i think it's because i stand with my shoulders back is sometimes my sense it pushes my stomach well, out and protrudes. You know, you might, but it's okay. I think I know why you're doing that sometimes. Well, because I go ah, from a six pack ah, to an eight pack. No, no, no. I know why you're doing that sometimes. Mm. I have a theory. Oh, what's your theory? I know you are aware that what what is it according to like dating.com or one of oh, those weird dating. sources. What's dating? I've never been on that. I site. don't know. I don't know what you're reading because you say you read a lot. So I'm assuming you must have read this and now no, you're acting upon it. I'm not it. on that. I'm not on that. I'm on Tinder. I'm on like OkCupid and like all these other, I don't know. Right, what are as those long other as you're ones? not on Grindr because I would be concerned. Okay. That's why, well, I'm trying to add more spice to our life. Um, <laughs> that's a weird Sort of Did spice. I just throw you off? I yeah, just threw you off. You that was like, like a... completely killed me with I'm that. I'm sorry. So but let's go back to dad bod. So okay, why, dad what, bod. what's going on with the kids? Here's like, my theory. Okay. Mm-hmm. My theory is you have actually learned that more than 70% of US women said that they want a man with a with dad, a dad bod. bod. So when we're at like the Hamptons or on like the beach in the Bahamas mm-hmm. and you're deciding to stand with that stupid posture that I hate, you are doing it to attract these 70% of women who want the dad bod. Look, it's called peacocking, okay? <gasps> that is so gross. I'm peacocking, okay? No. Look, I not not accepted. I can't help it. You should see the amount of fan mail I get after a day of doing dad bod at the beach. It's like <laughs> Hello. My publicist goes like from person to person to person like collecting the information because of all these women they literally line up. Oh, do they now? Yes, they do. Um, yeah, they do. Mm. And you're lucky I still come home and choose you. Oh, why thank you, honey. Yes. Especially on Father's Day. Well, let's talk about let's talk about so let's talk, dad bod. Yeah, what is a dad bod? So dad bod is So like Leonardo DiCaprio had more than made, a dad bod recently. He's made dad bod famous for But a few is that even a dad now. bod? That's like just, just unattractive like, bod chunky bod to me that was i saw a picture of him on like a gorgeous yacht and he had a and gut. also with a gross cigarette it was like mouth. smoking and like no offense to people who smoke but it's gross it just looks gross it's like smelly stinky and like it ages you yeah and it's just not healthy you don't want wrinkles you don't smoke yes just drink tequila <laughs> <laughs> but yes so the dad bod so Define so does it so in a dad bod is there any semblance of a of tonality in the body or is it purely just like like a round <laughs> like what's that animated show um, American Dad or whatever that you know uh, what one, one of those animated show. shows that's on TV it's like it shows like Family, family guy. guy oh Family Guy that's it Family Guy <laughs> he's like his he's like no no his BMI looks like it's obese oh. not not dad bod oh, levels yes yes, yes so yes, BMI yes. levels for dad bod uh-huh. um are lower yes. than the obese BMI levels mm-hmm. and apparently it's got to watch out for the index yeah you know it's apparently when you got like slight tone like in your chest and stuff but then when you go to the abs it's not like a perfect six or eight pack there's like a slight little like sh- like it's soft but it's like flat oh. but it's like soft. Soft there might be a very flat. delicate roundness to it. Mm. And um, maybe there's like love handles too. Like there could be a little love, love handle, handle action. action. Yes, yes. Um, but it's like, 
you know, a dad bod. Mm. I will say that the, so when I was younger, as we know, we've talked about this, I was like, I was overweight, chunky as a child, just that was just who I was. And not that I ate unhealthy. It's just, I think it was, was my natural body. You're just Italian. Just Italian. You know, you eat pasta and that's what happens. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and chips and dip, because I love chips and dip. Do you and know so, I could probably out eat you portion wise? Uh, you think so? Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that. Maybe, but maybe not. But you're like, obviously you're a female. So you're like a fraction of the size of me anyway. So, and, and you have, you have, so they say they have dad bods. You have what they call gorgeous bod. Oh, hi. Thank you, honey. <laughs> You're welcome. And so, but when I was in my early the 20s. The Skeletor is in again, unfortunately. Oh, uh, oh, is it? Oh, it's coming back. Like the heroin chic look is coming back. It looks a mm, bit. Yeah. That's kind of like gross bod. So <laughs> then, but I always worked out and I was always an athlete growing up, right? So I was working out. So then in my mid 20s, that's actually when I started to slim out a little bit. Mm. I was, I actually changed my eating habits a little bit, actually quite a bit. And uh, was working. I was a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. I was a lifeguard and all these things. I've been to drop a bunch of weight and had a full six pack. Then moved into my thirties. Still have it, but even as an older guy, I still have like a pack. But it's it's much harder to retain. Uh, I would say the body that I had when I was in my twenties than it is now. Even though I still continue to work out, not as often. Uh, well, I say not. You as work often, out Monday often. through Friday. I know, but. I would say maybe not the you're not, elongated you're not duration. Like, you're not doing it for two, I'm not doing hours. a two, hour, two three yeah. hour workout or something of that nature. But we actually watch what we eat. We eat really quite healthy as a family. We do. Mm-hmm. We're not like, we're not very gluttonous in our I agree. Choices. We're not gluttonous. No. And um, we don't eat outside junk food. No, we try to refrain from eating. We actually try to refrain from eating unhealthy food. We exactly. eat mostly healthy food, whether it's home cooked or when it's store bought. It's we look for healthy food or, or when we hit, hit the restaurants, our, our favorite go-to spots weekly. Yes. Yes. Agree. Yeah. Um, but like, I just don't understand this affinity for dad bods, especially like. Oh, I have an idea. I'm wondering, could it be because women, and I'm just making this up. So women, please do not hate me by any means. Could it be that women, when they get older, they may not be as confident in themselves. Maybe their bodies aren't, weren't what they were when they were 18. Do you think that they're liking the dad bod because it makes them feel more confident about their imperfect bodies? No. No? I read research that it'll be like a woman with like great figure in mm-hmm. her 20s, 30s, and they They want the actually, skeletal bod? They're, no, they're actually like attracted to like, you know, a grown man with mm-hmm. a dad bod because oh. they think it exhibits like an element of confidence and that they're not vain in terms of so obsessed with their own bodies yeah, or laziness or, or, or they, they prioritize other things. And a lot of women who are also finding mm. these men attractive, it's very much led by an intellectual and emotional connection first mm, and I less see. like judging the person by their facade. But that's but I would say that's the same. When you look at human psychology, is wouldn't that technically be the same? I don't think it's the same even, for men. No, no, but no, no, not for men, but when women are younger, because they say women are attracted to a man's personality yes. first before I think women the body. Are just like that anyway. Whereas a man is yeah. attracted to a woman's physique before her mind. Right. right. So Well, that's the whole thing. Like women you'll see a beautiful woman with an ugly dude mm-hmm. before you see a 
a hot guy with like an ugly girl, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's just really rare to it's find. Very, and it's very rare to find people like us, a hot guy with a hot woman. Well, I got lucky. Unless you're in Hollywood, but then those people are plastic and fake anyway, for the that most part. True. Yeah. We, we don't I feel very proud. There's Considering like, you know, we're talking about Father's Day. I'm going to go into Father's Day. I'm not a young spring chicken. Greg, are you going to get a glow up for Father's Day? Absolutely. I don't, I don't think I need one. I don't think you need one, honey. You know, unless someone drops a comment and says they think I need one. I don't think I need Botox, collagen. Not yet. Well, collagen is good for the skin. And that collagen you can just, is good for you, Actually, collagen is great because you can just drink that. I didn't mean collagen. I meant like Botox and other form, forms fillers? of cheek fillers. That's what I was going with. Collagen I endorse because collagen is great. It's great skin elasticity. But you, you also take collagen. Uh, you drink and, collagen. And I drink collagen every once in a while because it's, it's, it's like a natural vitamin um, that's good for your body. So one thing I do want to say, though, is like I'm not a spring chicken. Obviously, I, we have a family, have kids and everything of that nature. But I'm, I'm definitely not into getting the glow, as they call it. Nor the glow have I had, up. It's called the glow oh, up. Oh, a glow up. What's a glow up? It's like you go get like the Botox. You get like fillers. You... Might get like, you know, a little bit of nip and tuck and fix. But why do they call it a glow up? Do you, are you like glowing afterwards? Yes. Oh, really? That makes zero sense. But I've <laughs> never had Botox. I don't, you know, it's fine if anyone wants to do Botox. I just don't feel I need it or want hey, it or other cheek fillers you know or things what? like that. I'm not going to diss it until I like, yeah. who knows? I might need it. Yeah. I don't think you need it. But if you have something that you want to do, that's fine. I heard it's good to do preventative. Before the wrinkles actually set in to the, I think like the key to life is one, you know, obviously try to be as happy as possible. Live, you know, we live life, but then also I believe in vitamins. So I take vitamins, right? Right. But, but you also, and I have to go back to this when I find a vegetarian Mm -hmm. version is uh, preventative care is also collagen. We love collagen. Collagen is good. You can drink collagen, um, especially, so you can either, there's different kinds. One, there's either like some with like fish oil, right? Or some that are based off of meats. Like plant-based. Um, or and there's others that are plant-based. A lot of them are. Often. My it's problem, good for skin elasticity. My problem is a lot of them are based off of like cow bones. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. don't do that. And so, but you can find, as we said, plant-based ones. I don't as do well, that type or of bone. Or fish, or fish-based. Kirti but it's good for skin elasticity. No, don't do that type of bone. But it's basically like you're having a, a, a daily vitamin. You're not putting needles into your face. It's just it's yeah. part of a multi-day vitamin routine. One thing I do take, though, which helps with pain from working out is turmeric. It's because of the curcumin. That's, yeah. So not, you can't use like regular turmeric that you cook with because there's not enough curcumin in it. So you need something that has a high level of curcumin. Yeah. So. Yes. Uh, you, it seems like you don't like looking at me. What are you talking about? You keep looking away. Well, no, I, there, I was talking to the audience in that case. No, you're not supposed to talk to them. Why can't I talk to them? You're supposed to talk to me. On the... I talk to you all the time. Yeah, I mean, this is the focus. You know? You're supposed to look at me. Yeah, look. I'm looking at you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Hey, it's Father's Day. I can do what I want. No, no, it's not Father's Day. We're talking in advance of Father's Day. I know, Day. it's not Father's Day. Father's okay. Day is next month. All right. Or this month. Who knows? When did we record this pod? This pod could have been recorded 25 years ago. It and, could have been. And it was just pulled out of a time capsule. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes. Yeah, so now, so back to Father's Day. So. Well, it's no. I don't want to talk about Father's Day anymore. Yeah. I'm like over it. Yeah, I'm kind of. We can move on. I agree with you. That's, that was a lot of Father's Day. It was like a lot of fathering. But then we took it into health. Well, I'm actually thinking more about... Oh, talking health. You showed me that picture of Priyanka Chopra. She lost like... Oh, How well, much weight due to... Well, I don't know, but I think... Here's the... What were you singing me this morning? <laughs> Ozempic. <laughs> Ozempic. <laughs> you know. Oh, oh Ozempic. You, you know. know. <laughs> 
totally like use of a uh, old school song that they turned into a drug pushing. Well, here's my thing with this whole obsession with dad bods is mm. this does not correlate with uh, all the rich celebrities uh, indulging mm-hmm. in diabetic medication that really should be available to actual diabetic patients. But aren't they, isn't there a shortage now because of this? But there's a shortage. Yes. And Just they, when they started charging like $35 a pop for like diabetes yeah, medications. And, but these people are spending $1,200 a month mm-hmm. getting their access to the drugs that really should be in the hands of people who could potentially die or get sicker from mm-hmm. their disease. Mm-hmm. And they're using it for vanity to mm-hmm. lose weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Kardashians are doing this. Mm-hmm. All of them are doing yep. it. And... I just think like there's a huge disparity in well, access to whatever happened to good old just pumping iron. Like work out. And by the way, kind nobody's like the movie perfect. from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nobody's perfect. Pumping so iron. So what's this obsession, right? Yeah. So this my issue is though, people are taking these drugs mm. to have these sk- easy shortcuts to getting skinny or mm-hmm. maintaining skinniness. I just get liposuction. No, but then why do they like dad bods? None of this correlates for me. That's true. Like how does oh, this make because sense? Because they're doing it and still have dad bods. Is that what you're no. saying? No. Oh. Why do they like dad bods? Meanwhile, the women are here Ozempin gate. Oh, you wanna know why? Because there's two women for every like one man, right? So the women have to make sure that they remain competitive if they wanna have a man. Yeah, it's the way it works. Le- yeah. Look, okay. It's I didn't make up these rules. Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> but, you know, I just think like neurologically, what is wrong with us as a society? Mm. Like what what have where we you, experienced? Actually, where do you want to start with that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> there, there's so much to there, there's yeah that well but let's use Greg's word again, unpack. Yeah, I can't stand that word. Unpack. I can't it's only because it's You first, say you hate it, but then you use it you all the time. Because I couldn't think of another another phrase word at that particular time. Because it's like used all the time and for somehow that was the first thing that popped into my head. Hmm. Let's unpack this. Because mm-hmm. like if we we're gonna talk about Babe, uh, we can't control our, our studio lighting because we have natural light here. We do. I and, love um, our studio. Do I you know, love our studio? I do, but I'm getting, see. Do I our guests love our studio? I'm, I'm getting a glow up. You are effect. getting, oh, is that, is that a glow up? Am I getting a glow up too? You are. Like we're getting like our Getting glow a glow up. Yes, we are. <laughs> glow, glow, glow up. We'll be a star. Okay, no, okay. I'm not singing that. Why not? I'm sorry. Come on. It's, we are, I'll tell you. I'm the jingle master. I sing jingles every. I can for everything. Actually, our friend Kelly Leach will will basically will will probably get on and tell everyone Greg is the jingle master. He'll turn any phrase, any word, into a song. Yes, that 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 is a fact. Yes, that is a fact. I was just singing what, a, a jingle. What today. happened to you during your childhood that that has like informed this? My jingle singing. Yes. It's, Tell us a little bit. It's just my musical abilities as a virtuoso, as a young child. But nobody else seems to be musical in your family. Where Where is this jingling from? I don't know. Even when I was a baby, apparently, like, I was like, goo, goo, gaga, 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 goo. You're so silly. Goo, goo, gaga, 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 you. You are so silly. I don't know. Apparently, it's, it's. I don't know, actually. Because, so I, I, my mother used to tell me that there was a concert pianist in the family. In, oh. In, yeah, yeah. In, what, in, in Luxembourg? In, in Luxembourg. Oh. 
I actually no on the Italian side of the family. No, no, this is the Italian side of the family. Um, and so, so they were out I, in Venice jamming the piano. I'm not. I, I don't actually. I I would have to ask family members, but I remember my mother told me we had a concert pianist in the family um, across one of the generations. But no one else in my immediate family, um, my sisters or my parents, play music. But my dad loved music. We always had music playing in the house. My mom loves music. She loved Barbara Streisand. And like the Bee Gees and music like that. Mm. And then we always talk about my musical influences because we talked about my sister Kim, right? And so like one day, like Juice Newton's on, I'm singing Juice Newton. You're like, how do you know that song? Just call me the angel of the morning. It's like, so you have that from that sister. And then from my other sister, Kristen was more like rock and roll and classic rock and things of that nature. And then with my sister Kim was also like Southern rock. So I have all these influences then plus the influences that I kind of grew up with that I um, loved and found found myself. I have no idea where where my musicality like comes very, from. My um, music ability comes from. You're you're exceptionally distinct mm. from the larger. I would say from from your family at large. So, what do you think has shaped you into who you are? I don't know. Like in terms of my childhood being shaped, like as I mentioned, you know, with my father, you know, always listening to music and. I actually don't, I don't know where I get my music ability from. It's, I mean, I worked well, at it. How about it. In like your tenaciousness? Like you're very like hardworking. I don't know. I think it's just, I, th- I think it's just germane to who we are. Just if you want something in life, you have to go, go get it. I mean, your family's the same way. You guys, you and your sisters and your dad and mom, like you're all hardworking. There's a good work ethic. I don't know. We just, we're raised with, a work ethic. And for me, I just always happened to, you know, focus on, I think things that I enjoyed and I loved playing sports, loved playing hockey, baseball, enjoyed golf, you know, swimming, all these different sports, water polo, all these different sports. And I think when you enjoy something, you tend to work at it. And then when it came to music, uh, just when I remember, you know, just being able to kind of sit down, I would say though for music, which is interesting is that my parents, like I didn't grow up in a household where, hey, I want to play drums, and all of a sudden I had a drum set. Like, right. I sat there. I was banging on pots and pans. Then I was given as a gift uh, a snare drum, so I'm playing on that. Then I didn't have a drum kit. I was playing on boxes, and I was doing that. And then my family's been like, okay, he's nonstop playing on a makeshift drum set of boxes, pans, and everything. Maybe we should probably. And he's now starting to take music in school. And back in elementary school, maybe we actually should get him a drum set. <laughs> so to me, like I didn't, nothing was handed to me. I, I see like a lot of, I see it with friends um, and other people that we know. All of a sudden, like it's it's the for children, it's the hobby of the month. Yeah. And then like something's bought for them. I, I'm even guilty of doing that yeah. with our kids. It's, it's the hobby for the month, and then they move on to the next thing, or they get tired of it, or there's always an excuse. Uh, for me, it was just, if I put my mind towards something, I just, I went full in. I'm, I'm actually still that way. I think I'm still that way. And so when I, when I dedicate myself to doing something, I try to do it to the best of my possible ability. And then I also bring others in to even try to make what I'm doing even, even better. Right. But when it came to music, I, I had to, I had to earn it all. Like Mm. I didn't, you know, each year for Christmas. So it's really, I mean. Those experiences, though, of not getting things handed to you mm-hmm. every time you ask for it, mm-hmm. as well as like figuring out how to satisfy your learning kind of hunger, mm-hmm. has shaped you, right? I'd say so because it 
shaped me in the sense that it teaches you to realize that you're not handed. Well, a lot of people are handed things in my life. It wasn't things weren't handed to me. I had to go work for it and show that I was going to follow through. You earned it. That I earned it. And yeah. so, and I try to instill that, although it's, we probably spoil our kids more than like our parents probably spoiled us. 100%. And, and so, but we, but I, you know, the, the kids work hard. I mean, but, but what about for, for you? Like you come from a family where you and your sisters, you guys, I, I feel have the same work ethic. And we were just, we were just with friends this past week. And I remember we were with lunch and they were asking, being from an Indian family and, that you know, in Indian culture, it's either like a lawyer or, or or a doctor, and and what did your parents think that you're not a lawyer or a doctor, or your youngest sister is not a, a lawyer or a doctor? Your middle sister is is a doctor, and actually, they were asking me what my thoughts were, and I kind of, or actually, they were just asking us, and I just jumped in. And I said, knowing your parents, that your parents really didn't care what your end profession was, they just raised three girls to be independent, hardworking women and not having to rely on anyone. So I feel like you had the same sort of maybe upbringing in terms of work hard for what it is that you want. Well, when you get to certain stages, we will help to support you to help further what it is you're doing, but show us that you have the ethic and the, uh, and the work you know, capability to want to actually pursue what it is you want to do. And let's, let us help you, you know, when you get to that point. Yes and no. Hmm. So growing up, uh, we I think you're exposed to a family dynamic as well as maybe even uh, how we spend money and the things we spend money on. Hmm. It's very distinct from when I was being brought up. We were much, much more modest and uh, very scaled back uh, during my childhood. And if we were keen on doing something or buying something, it was never just given to us. We had to earn it. My, mm -hmm. We had to show my dad and mom that we had perfect days across all of our schoolwork. If you do this well, then you can achieve the next thing and so on. I think my parents' desire when I was, and I'm the oldest of three, mm -hmm. uh, and I come from a family of all doctors and lawyers, surprise, and... I think there was the desire that I would pick either one of those professions. And I shocked them quite a bit when I went off to college and I decided mm -hmm. to not pursue that at all. And mm -hmm. neither subject areas, like sure. I was not interested. And it took a bit of persuasion over those years mm -hmm. in college. And because I, you know, am the experiment child, mm as I like to call myself. Uh, Is that like I, a test tube baby? Like they experimented <laughs> different configurations and you're with like, well, they decided which test tube to I keep? Think, I think I like, you know, was, they, they were quicker to say no to me mm -hmm. than they ended up saying to my sisters because they learned through mm. my experience of- You wore them down. <laughs> <laughs> and then by I, the time the next children came along, he's like, oh, fine, okay, yes, yes, yes. You yeah. basically aged them. I think I think it's all about like these type of experiences that shape you, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think I definitely built the thick skin of dealing with rejection better than most. Mm -hmm. I think I've also like learned how to find uh, avenues or loopholes to persevere. The and rejection is that from like the days of of 
acting and modeling. And even before that, like even just being told no by my parents to the, do things. The, the reason why I was just saying that is just coming from the entertainment world myself is that, you know, you have to learn how to have thick skin because oh. you'll be rejected more often than you will be accepted, right? Exactly. In, in that world. And also back in the day, um, you weren't treated quite nicely at all. You were, it was coming from those worlds. It's extremely demeaning yeah. and yeah, right. It's, it's demeaning. There's, you're treated in, inappropriately. There's no appropriate ethical it's, behavior. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you really need to be, you need to have thick skin. But as you're talking about kind of lawyer, doctor, and kind of choosing one or the other, one thing, one thing that still sticks in my head that annoys me a, a little bit, and I think about it every once in a while, is that when I was younger, my, I wanted to play both drums and guitar. I wanted to do them at the same time. Cause you know me, like I've, I've always been, even now I'm always working on several projects at a time. Yep. For some reason, uh, I'm not able to just focus on, you know, one thing I have to the way my mind works, I have to be working on like 10 projects at a time that takes up 24 hours of my day. It's just how, how I am. And I want to play both guitar and drums. And, um, you know, some family, friends of the family that were kind of older than me, like cousin's age and things like that said, oh, no, they were like recommending that Greg needs to focus on one and then move to the other. I can play guitar. I can play guitar quite well. But I would be a much better guitar player right now if I was able to start. If you had just started If earlier. I just started at the same age of drums, I would have applied same amount of tension because when I was done practicing drums, I would have just moved over and played that guitar for the next two hours. Yeah. Right? And and so it's uh, so, so I, lo I look at that. that That's one thing that actually frustrates me I don't me understand why they didn't let you because um, I grew up playing the piano since I was four years old. Mm -hmm. And then when I started school and they started concert band and stuff like mm -hmm. that, I started playing the clarinet. Mm -hmm. And but the entire time I was playing the piano mm -hmm. until I was a senior in high school, um, I took piano lessons. And, and then I like played the flute. Um, I switched from clarinet to flute. I enjoyed mm -hmm. the flute more. Mm -hmm. uh, I just felt like the clarinet just sounded like a duck quacking. Like I hated the sound. Really? But. I don't know. It just uh, sounds like, it sounds like. I don't know. I think of like when I think of clarinet, I think of like Gershwin music and. No, it just know. sounds like clowny to me. Mm -hmm. I liked the beautiful yeah. sound of a flute, mm -hmm. and also I thought flute just mm -hmm. is a little bit more. A flute is beautiful. Yeah. I just think a flute is a little bit so more. So you were a flautist. Versatile. Yes. Because you, you could play like any genre of music with the flute. Oh, yeah, you, like you could play rock and roll. Clarinet is just yeah. so specific. I might I might actually incorporate like some Jethro Tull in some of our band's music, a little aqua long. But he's always playing flute. flute. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Anderson, I think was his name. Yeah, the lead singer. Um, but like, yeah. yeah, and I played the flute too until mm -hmm. I was like, you know, until I went off to college. Actually, mm -hmm. I got a flute scholarship to Lehigh. That's oh, a fun fact about me. And then uh, when I went to college, I didn't play it. I focused really? on dancing talking, talking and other things. College. I played, uh, so in, in college, as you know, I, I went to two universities simultaneously because I was supposed to be going to, to one school for business and music, but I had to stay close to the city because um, I had that internship at Electric Lady. And so meanwhile, I was supposed to be further away. So cut a deal with the school that would go to two universities. And um, by the time that deal was cut, uh, the second university I went into, um, I was registered for composition classes and the drummer spots were already taken. And so I had to play piano. 
And so now I'm playing piano with basically professional musicians. And I played piano when I was younger, but just not to this degree. And to make it even harder, it wasn't even just playing like just classical or normal styles piano. It was jazz piano. Oh. You know, you know how hard playing jazz piano is? I know, piano because is? my piano, like, piano Aeolian teacher... Scales, all these scales, like, the completely... The scales are exceptionally complex. Completely different. So, like, what you thought about music theory, go to jazz, and it's, like, it was that much harder. And piano wasn't my... That was my third instrument. Like, so, not even, like, first, but third playing with people that were professional musicians, it was incredibly hard keeping up. It was well, really hard keeping you're up. You're also a very good... Pianist. Why? Thank you. Although I'm rusty now, I haven't played in a while. We have a we, piano behind us. We have a piano right behind. Yeah, piano. I know. We have to start. I have to start playing that more. Although I did just recently, now in our apartment, get a drum pad to start playing uh, more drums again. Yes. It's been hard since the pandemic, and also my injuries. It's been, yes. It's been hard to play drums. Losing access to your feet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it creates a big problem when trying to play drums. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but like you know, nothing like you know playing instruments and uh, indulging in some maybe different type of heat levels oh heat like as ooh heat i like where this i like where this is going heat because you know one thing about musicians is we have what is called rhythm yes yes we do have rhythm. and when you have rhythm things can really heat up yeah i was talking about hot sauce oh I was talking about something else. That you're was always hot. talking about something else. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, you're always. Sometimes. Maybe. Like literally always. Well, that's another area of expertise for me. So I guess the question for you <laughs> is. Um, if I can play an instrument, I can play a. You know, just to kind of like bring this back to the start of our conversation. Oh, yes. For a second. To uh, Father's well, Day and... Well, just men. Men, okay. Dads. Men, dad bods. What is the dad's thing with like hot sauces? Do dads like hot sauces? That seems to have like a weird connection between you, dudes and hot sauces. I don't know. The only thing I know about... I, I don't know how to answer that because when I think of dudes and hot sauces, I think of like guys in Tabasco or one of the most disgusting hot sauces I've ever had in my life, but it like sold out everywhere in the world. And actually the guy has a great story. Sriracha sauce. Ew, I cannot I like stand sriracha. to me. It's like the most disgusting. Actually, if you read the story about the gentleman who started that brand, fabulous story. Oh yeah. Fabulous entrepreneur. And he's like haunted an entire, like, what is it? 12 mile radius community in California producing it. Yes. Really? Yes, it mm. smells like hot sriracha oh, really? emanating from that factory. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't know that. But other than that, he has a good story behind him, I think. <laughs> As an entrepreneur. I didn't realize that, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so remove that story um, <laughs> of him, like this one. No, seriously. The sriracha haunting people. But the thing is, uh, I didn't realize that. But that is, to me, one of the most disgusting hot sauces out there. If you want a hot sauce, one, the best way to have hot sauce is to make your own homemade hot sauce. Like, just get some habaneros, serranos, chocolate Any ghosts. Chili. Any type of chili. Yeah, ghost pepper. You can get chalk, you know, you can get scorpion, you can get Carolina Reaper. Just learn how to make your own hot sauce. They're gonna be the best because they're one, they're not gonna be full of vinegar and they're not gonna be full of salt. Because any hot sauce out there that you get, all the different styles, even when you go to a Mexican restaurant and they have is oh. that like that triple X one yeah. and like those other, I forget what, what, what brands those uh, are. El, Cot- El Cote. Is that or? what it is? El Cote. They have the red and the green yes, version. It's yes. like, they have all these different versions. It's all any hot sauce that you buy in a bottle. It's like vinegar and salt, Yeah, which is just horrible for your body, especially as a dad and you're getting older. So 
Yes. It's better to like resort to so making veer hot away sauce from like high sodium. Yeah. Instead of actually, what you should do instead of even ask, instead of even dad using bod that, might end up dad face. Yeah, because if you think about it, your body's going to bloat from the salt, right? And so what I recommend is if you're going to go to a restaurant and have anything, just ask them for if they have fresh serranos, not even fresh jalapenos, because jalapenos are rarely ever hot. Mm. Just ask for some habaneros or ask whatever hot pepper they have or some uh, Thai chilies or some yes. Indian chilies, you know, yes. so, you know, some menchinkai. 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 So, so yeah, that, that's what You're I recommend. So but I don't know what the, what I, although one thing I do love that is uh, vinegary and salty, technically. Red, red hot. No, not red hot, but like I love <laughs> buffalo sauce. Yeah, but that's red hot. I love, it is, it technically is. Well, I'm not sure if you went to Buffalo, New York, they'd say it's red hot, whatever concoction that they put together, which probably has red hot in it and Tabasco and other things in there. But that's one, that's, so, so that salty. is one salty vinegary sauce that I tolerate. Other than that, I am intolerant of bad What's your hot interest sauce. in hot sauce? Um, that's behind the school. Was that the Scoville meter? Whatever it the is. Scoville meter. Scoville meter. Yeah. 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 We, we're probably in like the hundred, 200 million. Yeah. Probably range. like way up there. Um, but what about dad's, Hot sauce and toes. I'm, I don't know what that is. There's like that whole cliche that like men like putting hot sauce on women's toes and sucking them. That sounds to me like, <laughs> are you looking to get like, you put you put it on the toe to get rid of toe fungus, then you lick the fungus <laughs> off. I, I've never heard of that. It sounds disgusting. And it doesn't sound like anything I ever want to participate in. And unless a woman has just just showered <laughs> and cleansed her toes i would have zero interest putting a toe in my mouth <laughs> and that's a wrap with the dad bod special 